Welcome, listeners, to our patron-requested review of Clerks. Throughout history, they have been a part of our American life. Men and women who have made it their mission to serve their fellow man. They've worked hard enough. Isn't it time? They had their own movie. Clerks. This job would be great if it wasn't for the customers. I, I don't bother them and they don't bother me. I could do without the people in the video store. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. What do you mean there's no ice? You mean I gotta drink this coffee hot? You'd feel a hell of a lot better if you just rip into the occasional customer. <laughs> You're a clerk, paid to do a job. You can't just do anything you want while you're working. So Clerks is a 1994 American independent black and white buddy comedy film written, directed, and co-produced by Kevin Smith, starring Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson. It presents a day in the life of titular store clerk Dante Hicks and Randall Graves, along with their acquaintances. Are these guys in anything else? No. That's genuinely surprising. Not only that this is a cult movie that people genuinely love, I'm surprised they didn't get work on that alone. But what's even more surprising is you have a director who is making all of these movies now from Clerks, like your Morats, Dogma, Jan Silent Bob, The Viewer Skew Universe. Thank you, Viewer Skew. A universe. The Viewer Skew Universe. Man, that is a mouthful, no, isn't the it? The Viewer Skew Universe. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Viewer Skew Universe. Yeah. That's terrible. Who branded that? It's Viewer Skew and it's a universe. The way you said it, the Viewer Skew Universe. Viewer Skew Universe. No, Viewer Skew Universe. Viewer Skewniverse? Yeah. It's not even a word. Oh, my God. What were you going to say? I can't believe Kevin Smith didn't put his two stars, throw them a fucking bone, give them some work in another movie. Oh, you're about to tell me they are in other movies, aren't you? Yes. What are they in? They are in his other movies. Oh. Dante and Randall show up in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. There is Clerks 2. Brian O'Halloran is in Morats as Dante's brother, as one of the guys in the dating thing. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I think he's. I believe he's also in Dogma in a little bit part. All so, right, I take it all back now. Yeah, he's yep. in Chasing Amy. They're all there. Chasing Amy. I've seen that once. That's easily oh. my least watched. Oh, Clerks 2, but that's no exactly I haven't great. seen Clerks 2. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. For someone who is so high on Clerks 1... Why would and you, Chasing Amy why, and Dogma. Why would you not have seeked out Clerks 2? I don't know. I think it came out after the the Viewers Universe died down for me. Because for me, my history here with this little Viewers Universe is back when I was just collecting DVDs. Because, hey, it's on special. I'll buy it. I'll just watch it. And I saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back way back in 2001, 2002. Is that the first time you saw it? Yep. So I grabbed it. I you watched know, it. You know, I saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back at the cinemas. Did you have any idea about half the jokes? Because it's very much tied into the other movies. I hadn't seen or heard of Clerks, Dogma, Morath, or Chasing Amy. Me neither. So I watched it and I'm like, is that a joke? Was I supposed to laugh at that? And then when I was watching some of the bonus features and it started mentioning Clerks and Chasing Amy, I'm like, oh my God, there's other movies since. I thought this Jay and Silent Bob was just these new people that were just supposed to know who they are. Yeah. So I went back and watched them. I'm like, oh my God, I get all these jokes now. I had to like sign a document saying I was actually 15 and I was only 14 at the time. You rebel. Certainly wasn't at Rosebud Cinemas, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was Kevin Smith's first film ever. He actually worked in the store where they shot the film. Which one? Quick Stop. Oh. They shot for 21 nights straight. He would clock in at 6 a.m. and finish at 11 for his shift. Then they would then shoot until 4 a.m., at which time he would try and get a couple of hours sleep before getting ready to go back to work. Why would he do such long hours? 6 to 11. Do you mean 11 p.m.? Yes. Why would he do such long hours? Needs the money to make the movie. Did he own the store? 
No. I mean, it looks like a pretty quiet store. He was only allowed to film outside of business hours, and because bright enough lights couldn't be afforded, the plot included the explanation as to why the shutters were always down, so he could film at night. Ah, that's good. Yeah. Clever. So this film was shot in black and white and roughly edited due to the very modest budget of $27,500. Did you say roughly edited? Yeah. I can't get over how poor the picture quality is in this film. It's made for $27,000. It's yeah, but very shoestring. Like, when do they get some antique video camera? Like, I've never seen anything that poor quality. I mean, what do you want me to say? It was done in 94. It was an independent film made for bugger all. I don't know. They should have spent more money on a camera. To acquire the funds for the film, Kevin Smith sold a large portion of his extensive comic book collection back in 93. He maxed out 8 to 10 credit cards of $2,000 limits. He dipped into a portion of funds set aside for his college education and spent the insurance money awarded for a car that Jason Mewes and him lost in a flood. So he he went all out for this. This is, this is the definition of an independent filmmaker, just wanting to make a film. Can we skip to how this film did financially? Yeah, $3.1 million. Okay. Wonder how much of that he saw. What? Oh, I thought, I thought you meant how much he paid. <laughs> how many times he saw that at the cinema? <laughs> no, you idiot. Like, because it is like he would have had to, you know, he's a no one. He probably took some shitty deal with distributors. Well, he took it to Sundance. It got accepted there. And I believe it, it, took, a, it took a bit of effort to get to Sundance itself. And when it got there, Miramax picked it up. And that's when they distributed it to the cinemas where it became a cult classic. That's a great story. Regardless of this movie, it, it's great to have young guy makes a film, puts his heart and soul into it, and it be successful. Absolutely. Uh, the MPAA originally gave Clerks an NC-17 rating based purely on the explicit dialogue. Because obviously there's no violence and there's no real nudity in the film. I mean, there is nudity. There's a very brief- It's a spread glimpse. pussy shot. <laughs> For like half a second. Yeah, but it is, isn't yeah, it? Yes, it is. I like had to, you know, go back, pause it, the old slow <laughs> I was like, is that actually? Oh, it is. Hello. Obviously, it would have had a lot of financial implications if it was an NC-17 because a lot of the cinemas don't actually screen any of those films. So Miramax hired lawyer Alan Dershowitz, who was part of the O.J. Simpson trial. Okay. They got him to appeal the decision and the MPAA relented and re-rated the film with an R, with no alterations to the film. Fair enough. Lucky him. I mean, what do you think is the most coarse joke in this film? Probably when he reads the out- snowballing? No, nah, I think when he reads out all the different uh, videos he's, he's trying to- Oh, order. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot in there. Hermaphroditic porn. <laughs> Very nice. But this was released to cinemas on the 19th of October, 1994, with a runtime of 92 minutes, with a tagline of, just because they serve you doesn't mean they like you. I mean, does that hit a little bit closer to home, considering we both work in retail? I mean, yeah, I guess it's it's okay- I mean, it's not. It's not great. Do you like it? It's a bit long. That's that's probably my biggest gripe. It's a long tagline for me. I think it's fine. Shocking. But this does have an average of seven point seven over two hundred four thousand ratings on IMDb. I wonder how this compares to the others. Well, Clerks is actually the highest out of all the viewers' universe films. Wow. I'm surprised. Coming up next is the Jay and Silent Bob reboot that's just come out. Okay. 7.3. Is it already out? Yeah, it's out in America. Really? Yeah, but it's not. It's it's just being like distributed like to a couple of cinemas. He's actually going around and showing it to audiences not rather than getting an actual distributor around to the cinemas. Like Dolomite. Yes. <laughs> next up was Dogma with a 7.3. I never got into Dogma. Really? Were you into Dogma? Oh, yeah. I love Dogma. Okay. Clerks 2 is next with a 7.3. 
that movie is not good. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't want to watch it because it might just taint the rest of the other films that I like. Chasing Amy at a 7.2, I think that's that's way too low. Need that a bit higher there. And next is More Rats with a 7.1. I really like More Rats. Didn't, didn't you say it's your favourite? Could be. I'd have to watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike back again. Well, that's next with a 6.8. Ooh. That's a bit low. Come that, on. That is a bit low. But this is a patron-requested review, and it is brought to us by our awesome patron, Jay. So thank you very much, Jay, for this awesome pick. Yeah, thanks for the pick, Jay. Now, I will admit, Clerks is one of my all-time most watched films, I would say. It's definitely in the the high teens. The high teens? Yeah. Second time I've watched it this year. What? Why? I watched it for the movie challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's short and it's funny. Exactly. That's all you need. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I've, this is my second viewing of it. Second. And you didn't really remember too much from the first one? I didn't. I was very surprised to already have a rating in Letterbox, which we'll get to later. But I did see that, and I'm hoping that it goes up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm always I'm always sort of unsure what to do when I rewatch a movie, and if we're going to talk about it for the podcast, I don't generally put a star rating up for a little while. And I, I'm sort of like, do I leave my old rating? Do I change it? I don't know. But I did leave the old rating. Well, I'm very, very curious to hear what you think about the film, Dean. Let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash Journey, And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors, such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on. Patreon.com slash Journey. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 